When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. And I'm Andrea Allen. I'm Chemda. Today's guest, we love him. He's the co-host of the Keith and the Girl Show. 15 years running this show. Over 3,000 episodes. He's in the Podcasting Hall of Fame. He is my co-host of the Keith and the Girl Show. Please welcome Keith Malley. Hello, folks. Hey, thanks for being here. We're in your studio recording. This is uh, this is weird. Just being in a different seat is weird, but I'm very excited. Yeah, thanks for being here. Keith, you moved here from the hick country of Pennsylvania. Well, this is, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Somerset, Pennsylvania, and I get, uh, I was getting some kind of reverse claustrophobia. I was in a place at the time where when you said, how you doing to somebody, uh, they thought it was a real question, and it it was just odd, and I didn't appreciate it, and I was bored, and I knew I had to leave. I didn't know if it'd be New York City or L.A., just because I know those were the most exciting things, and I guess I saw one movie about New York more than I did about L.A. And like so, a Godfather-type movie? Yeah. Just like spaghetti, and you're like, I'm in. Did you bring us any apple butter? No, right? <laughs> okay, because otherwise I need you to leave. It is true. He is from one of those places. Like, I went to visit his family, and uh, we drove there. As soon as we turned off the car, I mean, on the way, I got scared. The highway's fine. It's like highway all the right. way. Then you get off into the neighborhood, and it's quiet, and there's only cornfields, and it's everything that you start a horror movie in. Isn't that where that horror movie was filmed, though? It's where every horror movie is filmed. But there was a specific horror movie. Come on, Keith, you know In your things. town? At the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, there you go. Wow, <laughs> you're from the Hills, officially. <laughs> you're a country man. And then, and then you turn off the car, and the whole place is so silent. It was nighttime. The whole place is so silent that me, I grew up in New York, and I'm like, is this where people kidnap you yes, and then yes. just like chop your body and there's so many places that you could just you know spread your body this out and nobody cares this is where weird priests have basement churches like Keith is Keith's dad right. yes. you know <laughs> isn't isn't the movie Witness sure <laughs> Yeah, I think that's wasn't that. Yeah, it was Somerset, Pennsylvania. Witness. <laughs> He's just gonna say yes to everything. I also, honestly hate you. Silent Hill. You're thinking. Yes. Somerset is also such a like quaint, sweet sounding name. It's a very small town, America. What's the Simpsons uh, hometown called? Uh, Springfield. 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 But it was recorded in Somerset. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I visited Somerset, and Springfield is a city compared to that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This has like. If you have multiples of anything, like you have, you know, one diner and yeah. one fancy steak well, place. Well, let's be and- clear that a poo isn't welcome in Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you have more than one of anything, it's the church. So you have like multiple mm-hmm. churches, yeah. but not like multiple grocery stores or multiple options of anything. So it's just... Yeah, if I visit, I know the two places to go to see anybody from when I was a kid that might still be there. So do you, when you're thinking about moving to New York... Are you, do you know people that have moved? Are you scared? Like, is there any kind of, any kind of like, oh man, this is a huge jump. The big city. I know it's a huge jump, but I know 
I know I have to. Uh, it's it's a boring, simple town, and I do understand that that's the place where uh, people do drugs to uh, get by. But my parents didn't let me have friends, so I never got with a bad crowd. Is this like that show Breaking Amish? It was it was filmed there. <laughs> and this is I mean I feel like this is what's going on in your in your yeah. world. You know, yeah. I think it was just short of Amish, don't you think? We had Amish uh, like a mile or two down the road, no exaggeration. Yeah, I just knew I'm, I'm like this this can't be it. And you said and we got the big city movies. So I knew there was more, whatever more meant. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a movie theater close to your house? We did and then it it failed because I I couldn't keep going. <laughs> I was the only one going. It was just yeah. big city dreams. I also think it's very funny that you hear a lot of people go, I either had to move to New York or LA. Or become a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> Option three. Well, I knew I was moving. My parents did the same thing. When they moved here, they told me we were going to choose between New York and LA. And I'm like, these are totally different cultures, totally yeah. different right. vibes. A different, they don't know that. A different system. You don't know. Yeah. I, I was either New York or London. And it was like, oh, funny. Uh, right. Those are both places where things are happening. Because regardless, you would be an immigrant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If yeah. I thought another Hashtag white immigrant. <laughs> if I thought another country was an option, it could be Paris. I wanted the most extreme thing. So it wasn't Chicago, it wasn't Denver. I knew the big ones from movies were New York or LA. It had to be the most big. It had to be the most. When I got out of uh, high school, I moved out at 18. I joined the military because I didn't know what else to do. And I I wanted whatever the hardest thing was or whatever the biggest thing was. And I was convinced that the army was around the longest. That's the biggest. And I'm like, okay, so I'll join the army. What's the biggest city? And it came to me that it was New York. You wanted the biggest change, so you were like, what what is so big like i'm gonna drive two and a half hours away that's the biggest (laughs) thing i can do i'm gonna pack my car or get on a bus that's gonna cost me ten dollars and you know in two and a half hours i'm gonna be the biggest change in my whole life. hero's journey and you did take a bus right the bus ride was six to eight hours somerset is on the um west side far west side of uh, pennsylvania pennsylvania is huge pennsylvania changes elections uh, and I remember being on that that's bus. Their, that's their claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania. We can ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> Too many of us country people and you're fucked. Right. So there's this company called Finger Hut. And you got these magazines in the mail. And you didn't have to pay for things up front. But the... the um, the the It was like a layaway plan. The layaway plan was like 600%. It was for yeah. suckers. And it ended up being against the law. It's the way Columbia House actually was against the law. And if you, it's okay if you didn't pay because you weren't supposed to pay. It's illegal what they were doing. Okay. So I would buy all these things, a computer, a camcorder, a nice jacket, and then I sold them. Uh, and that's how I got my money to Wait, come to New York. So back up. So Finger Hut advances you money? Five Finger Hut. No, you- <laughs> They give you the product, right? They give you the product. Oh. And you just promise to pay. Right. And it was also my nickname in college. <laughs> Five Finger Hut. L-O-L-O-L-O-L. So they're like, here, get all this stuff. You'll pay us later at a 600% interest yeah. rate. Yeah. And so then you were like, I'm going to- quote, buy all this stuff and yeah. then I'm going to sell it. Yes. And that's I, actually smart. I love that. Yeah, that's great. You're a grifter. I made $3,000 and <laughs> no. I, I came to New York with 3000 Okay, so now this was how long ago? 1996. Okay. October. What did you sell? Do you remember specifically? The computer was a big one. Yeah, sure. Was it like a, a Commodore 64? It was an actual computer computer, but I can't imagine what it could do now. Could you burn DVDs in the hard drive? No, not yet. No. Oh, <laughs> no that was now. That's New York living. That was until I met Henda and we were in New York. 96 <laughs> was 
uh, just the beginning of like AOL. Yeah. That was because I remember I had in card in 96. Do you remember the yes. the encyclopedia on uh, on your computer? Yes. Yep. And I that's what I used to do to you entertain myself. Things that used to excite us yeah. now are like laughable. <laughs> well, even, I mean, Keith and I started the podcast in 2005. And at the time, nobody knew what a podcast was. Not only that, we couldn't even be like, this is a thing that you can stream. That word was too nerdy. We had to say after we gave up on all the options to strangers, what do you do for a living? We to say, we work on the internet. <laughs> that was a huge thing. People mm. would roll their eyes and go, oh, nerd shit, I don't want to hear anymore. Right. And that would either be the end or they know something, anything about computers. If you said that now that you work on the internet, I would assume <laughs> that you were a webcam model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by a webcam model, I mean uh, porn star. People yes. jerk off to yes. you. Yes. So, okay, so you sell... The computer, the leather jacket, yeah. all these things. You and now $3,000 now would get you no apartment, no nothing in New York. Right. But back then, what what was the plan? Well, you bought a house. I, there was no plan. <laughs> I didn't have a place ready. But I knew I had $3,000. I was rich. I was so rich. Was it in your pocket? I swear to God. Was it in your pocket? No, it was in a bank. I knew I okay. knew New York City was bad news, and okay. I knew I'd have to keep going to an ATM for every <laughs> transaction. I was smart enough to know that. Okay. Uh, I got a. I found a hostel. I assumed, you know, okay, this is where I'll stay for a while. Uh, the hostel said I can live there indefinitely. Uh, a week went by, and they kicked me out. Why? Oh, wow. What'd you do? Uh, you could only stay there a week at a time, they said. And I'm like, oh, I talked to this guy. And he goes, yeah, well, this guy isn't here. Goodbye. Mm. And so I hid all my uh, all my stuff. I had a bag. I came with a duffel bag. I hid my bag. Oh, my God, bag. an actual duffel bag. Because yeah. now he carries just, you know, shopping bags from Key Foods. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, now I'm established. Okay. And I can look how I look. <laughs> you can't walk in with plastic bags in a hostel and expect to stay longer than a week. So how much was the hostel, do you remember, for like a, a week? Sixty dollars, maybe. Okay, a week, not yeah. for the whole week. I, I really don't remember. Okay, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say it's a good deal. I might move into yeah, one right, right now. Well, so you, you could tell I didn't know what three thousand dollars was. You know, I'm like, it was sixty dollars. Was it six hundred dollars, Keith? Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> what, six. what is the hostel like though? Because I've honestly never been there. I've done a comedy show in a hostel, but like mm -hmm. in the common area. Yeah. You lived with about eight other people in the same room, so it's like a dorm. Exactly, but like with more people. Was there a bunk bed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind. How many it. bathrooms? Uh, probably one on each floor. It was a bigger place. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Just fainted. This is, I mean, it's it's nice to not have hair. You know what I mean? I mean, what about pooping? You do it. Right, but is there more than one stall? Like, is it they like all shit, it, they all shit in each other's mouths? You take, <laughs> it's a human centipede yeah. kind of situation. It's like, a, it's like a college dorm room. You know, you have your showers kind of like a gym. Right. And, oh fuck! And you had your bathroom. You didn't care. I didn't care. Well, this you must have just exciting. been so happy to be out of yes the uh, cornfield, <laughs> Somerville, Pennsylvania. If, if I found out that every New York house was like the hostel, I'd be like, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> you have a lot of people here. And right, there's no internet. He didn't check what's happening here. He just showed up. Right. So then, how did you, like even finding the hostel? You were just walking up and down the block. I knew. I think I knew the hostel. Okay. I, yeah, because I knew where I was going. Because I remember getting on that off the bus at. Grand Central or whatever, and and trying to figure out is downtown the cool part of town or is downtown literally you go downtown? <laughs> Apparently it's the latter. <laughs> and and I remember finding this place. Yeah, because I think it was like 72nd Street or something. And I remember oh, going, that's I have not to go downtown. Well, I thought it was, this is a happening place. <laughs> I go downtown. 
downtown. Just, he went downtown to 72nd Street. Right, so Back I, in the New York. That's York how you know he's a New Yorker. I'm like, where the ferries leave the bottom of the city. And, uh, and I'm like, well, I don't know where to go. I So when I first moved here, I was coming from Canada and I remember someone tried to um, hustle me in Union Square to like buy like hair products or something like that and they're like you have to give me cash and I remember walking to an ATM and on the way there I'm like oh I think this person is scamming me if they're walking you to an ATM yes yeah uh, totally but the thing is either a strip club or you're dead yes exactly and I remember being like oh I must have like a scamming kind of face because I'm looking yeah. everywhere. Yeah. There's definitely this like new to New York, enamored by everything, very trustworthy, has no idea what's going on. And it's like all over your face. You must have had that so much. Absolutely. You know, it's true. Uh, people are strange when you're a stranger. Even if I'm in another city now as an adult, uh, things feel weird. I can, you know, yeah. I, like almost I'm in another country where now I walk around New York City like, oh, I own it. Fuck you. Forget yeah, the guy now. <laughs> so, of course, I looked, uh, yeah, I'm sure I looked scared. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. So, I hid the duffel bag when they were kicking me out. I hid the duffel bag in the game room downstairs and I would sleep on the subway. I'd sleep on the ferry, was a good one. You didn't bring your duffel bag? No, because I didn't. Because there's $3,000 in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you hid it in a strange place that you might not have ever been allowed back into. Yeah. No, okay, mo- just fair enough. That's I, good. Knew, I knew the money went in the big banks. Uh huh. And, and the duffel it, bag goes in the hostel. I sleep at the fair. Right. <laughs> how did? You, how long were you sleeping as a homeless person? At least a week. I went to a acting audition, and that that was the plan in New York. I was going to be an actor, and I went on audition, and then told people, "Hey, I'm looking for a place." And this guy said, "Oh, my son actually uh, is looking for a roommate," and he wow. was my first place. This is so fun. This would never happen now. Like trying to get into a place in New York now is like, give me twenty five years of paperwork and a blood sample. I mean, there is nefarious things if you want to. Like, yeah, but just I mean, comics are always looking for a random sure. roommate for some cash. That's true. That's true. It's just so funny. Like. My son. And it's like, here you go, random guy. Yeah. Hello, new person. Live with my son. Oh, you say you sleep on a ferry. Live with my son. (laughs) He was like, hey, I'm looking for a place. And he's like, yeah, I know. I could smell that. (laughs) My references are the ferry captain. Uh, (laughs) He's like, my duffel bag can be my guarantor. (laughs) When can you move? And you're like, well, I just got to go down to this hostel and go to the game room and Dig my duffel bag from under the tile work. I didn't know you were supposed to say as soon as possible. I said 5 p.m. Now, 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 now. Was your first roommate the cokehead? No. No. Okay. Oh, no. No, I was established then. Uh, The first roommate ended up never turning rent in. And me and the other roommate didn't know that until the landlord said, hey, Enough is enough. So basically, you guys are paying full rent to him, and he's never handing it in. Yes. And so we find out, and we call him and on this it. this is the acting coach's son. Right. And we call him on it. Yeah, and he wasn't a very good actor, the kid. And we call it on it, him on it, and he goes, oh, yeah, I was putting the money in escrow. Oh, my. And I'm like, I know when things Via don't Via the duffel sense. bag bank yeah. in the hostel in escrow. And well, by escrow, I mean cocaine up my nose. Right. I'm like, well, is there a problem between us and the landlord that you have to put it in escrow as if we have to hire some kind of lawyer? He's like, escrow. I'm like, all right, I'll pack my shit. Escrow, go. Escrow, go get the fuck out of this apartment. Where Do you remember where in New York this first apartment was? Brooklyn. Uh, Prospect Park. Okay. Wow. Before, like, when you could live in Prospect Park and apparently not pay rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> right. 
So what was the worst place you were in, whether it's like in just in your situation or your home? It could have been after that or sometime soon after that. By the way, Keith is a big dude. Like, Thank you. You weren't going to punch this guy in the face? No. He's still from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. He's still right. from sunny time, Pennsylvania. <laughs> fuck. Right. I, he didn't know. See, where I'm from, if you call corn fight, you have to have one. And he didn't follow the rules. And I'm like, well, I guess we're out of luck. What are we going to use? Knives? Well, you, you kind of have this. You've always had this attitude of like, what am I going to do? Which yeah. is is accurate. Because what are you going to do? When you're going to fight and you're going to get it out of es- escrow, right. quote unquote. It's over. I'm walking you to escrow. <laughs> <laughs> Take the money out. Of course, yeah. of course, you never pay. Why would you pay? I have that. I have that situation to this day. Whenever I buy an airplane ticket, and I show up with the ticket, and I expect them to go, "No, it doesn't work." I'd be like, "Yeah, you bought it on the internet." How's, how's a ticket <laughs> going to get me on a flying machine from one place to another country? Because I print it. Here's papers. <laughs> It cost, I gave papers to get this paper. He so is, now I could be on an airplane yeah. with food. Yeah. No, you can't be in an airplane. Of course I can't. You're going to live in a hostel yeah. for the rest of your life. He's definitely from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. He's definitely from yes. Pennsylvania. I'm surprised when anything works. Yeah. Uh, Keith, we didn't record this podcast properly. Of course you didn't. See you around. <laughs> that is a very, that, that's you, but that's also a very New York attitude because you get fucked over so hard here all the time. Nothing's real. Nothing's real. <laughs> Nothing it's is like, real. It's like someone's like, I'm a billionaire business person. And yeah, then you're like, Okay. No, you're not. No, right, you're not. Right. Everyone's a liar. Nothing's real. Show me Nothing. an article in Forbes that is there and recent. I'm in Forbes and I make no money. <laughs> <Right>. Nothing's real. <laughs> this is what I mean. Yeah. You know how they say the stock market isn't real? I, that's how I feel about life. Yes. Like, and that's accurate. It works for you. Right. Okay, so then what was the worst place? Uh, probably another hostel. <laughs> you went back to the hostel? A different hostel. That's this, your safe space. This hostel promised I could stay. <laughs> oh, did they double, they double promise? <laughs> Did they pinky swear? There was something about it that it was less... This like is an a, escrow hostel. Right. That, <laughs> that it was less like a machine. And you could tell like it was a it seemed like a private enterprise. Right. There was right. only one floor. There's so more. many duffel place hi, duffel bag hiding places. <laughs> it was mom and pop sort of. It was mom and pop. Yeah. And do you guys have holes in the back? I can put my bag in. <laughs> and there is probably another room of eight, but it was the only room. And I lived there for a year. And, a wow. year. Yeah, and so I have a job by now and all that, but it didn't and but I'm not real every any money I make, I'm giving it because you're paying weekly, so you're paying more than you would if you paid monthly. Right. But, you know, that's Did you think maybe get an apartment? I I couldn't afford uh the first months, last months all that. You couldn't just get a like you know, a roommate yes, situation. Yeah. You couldn't ask an acting coach right. for his son's information. You can like go on the subway and be like, does anyone need a roommate? <laughs> they still want thousands of dollars. Right. And so I'm like, all right, I'll live like this because it didn't bother me. And I remember having a, I was dating a girl and I- Isn't it, wait, I just want to pause. Yeah. To all the women listening. <laughs> yes. Okay. Going like, why can't I find love? I have a job. I care about mm-hmm. people. I'm a I, CEO. Yeah. I take care of my family. Yeah. I follow through. I love people. I send texts back. Keith is like, so I'm in the hospital. I have a girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Like, he has, it, he's found love. Yeah. I'm living out of a duffel bag in a mom and pop hostel. Women have no self-esteem. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not saying that's related to you sure. or not. Sure. It was a general statement. You what take it first? as you want. Right. What came you first? 
as a human being is evidence right. because you're constantly in right. love. Yada, yada, yada. Women don't love themselves. Get no. everything you want no Women matter what. Women just don't get their worth. You know, it's funny because, you know, I sometimes I feel like that about myself. Like, you know, I'm a good catch. Like, you know, this is like, I'm like a real person. And then, you know, you ever see like those memes on Instagram where it's like, do you know that you're crying every night over a man who has one pair of jeans? Yes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. right? But yeah. like we, you know, idolize. So who is this lonely woman yeah, that you were dating? Yeah. I, I was this sad, I was a, sad fuck. I was a waiter. She was a waitress, and even though she went to Brown University, she didn't actually get paid. She recognized that we were both waiters, so she assumed we were on the same level. Uh, and well, you had a Harvard T-shirt at the time. You had a T-shirt that said Harvard on it. Well, actually, so. she is the woman that we went to Harvard to see her brother. And I bought a Harvard T-shirt, and it kind of bothered her. And I'm like, "They well, they, they sell a Teddy." You're body. like, "This is my only T-shirt." Yeah, yeah. I use it as a bed sheet at the hostel that I live in. It's also my towel, right? and I fuck you, anyways. Questions? You I, went to Brown University. I love, I love this hostel so much. Like, I took it as my home. <laughs> that I really did think, like, I started running the hostel because I did. Because if I wanted the TV, it was understood whatever I wanted to. So see. it was like being in jail. Yeah. Everybody else came and went. Yeah. Yeah. You were the top dog in jail. Yes. Yes. My, Did you tell everyone you lived in a big house? It's yeah. my choice of beds. I go, oh, that's my bed. They're like, I've been here three days. I said, that's my you bed. You were like, I have 12 toilets in my house. <laughs> yeah. I have a game room in my house. I have a house and I have a car. It's the bus, but I, I'm i on there yeah. a lot. Oh, my car's late. Yeah. <laughs> this is my driver. Like a stretch, stretch, stretch limo. <laughs> so the kit, the bathroom got redone in this hostel. Mm-hmm. And Money. it was fancy marble and everything. I showed this woman the no. hostel where I stay. Like she's got to be impressed. No. I run this joint. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. She left me the, that day. <laughs> Number one, I get to watch TV whenever I want <laughs> on my channel. Okay, and there's marble in this bath. Why? Where are you going? What? Wait! I love you. And I have three men that are my bitches. <laughs> You have a college degree? What? What? I have From a duffel Brown bag. University. I have a duffel bag. I have a Harvard tea. Yeah. She was upset that I didn't have college plans, and I'm like, for what? Look around. <laughs> you, it'll be understood. You're the queen of this. Do you have four stalls in your bathroom? <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Right. You could have been the queen of this. Where yeah. was this hostel located? Do you remember? Uh, Upper East Side. Okay. I hope he would remember. He was there for a fucking year. Yes. <laughs> I'm so bad with direction, though. I don't know. But uh, Upper East Side somewhere. Okay. okay so she good. probably Close lived on the, the Upper East. You lived on the Upper East. She lived in... Very different. She lived in Spanish Harlem. I was a little lower. Oh, Spaha. Oh, Spaha. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. We didn't call it that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... We called it run, 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 run. So you lived in uh, sort of dangerous New York. You were right at the end of before Giuliani started cleaning up New York because I remember hearing stories about New York when I was listening to your guys' podcast as a 14-year-old Canadian girl (laughs) Um, and you would talk about like getting robbed and just like sort of nefarious characters everywhere and no one really giving a shit or doing anything Giuliani about it. Giuliani actually uh, washed all the hookers off the island with a fire hose. That's what <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's he what sent he them did. to a gas chamber <laughs> and said, bye, whores. Yeah. The Pied Piper was like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it I'm, really was a shift. It was like, um, you know how we feel about Trump sometimes? Yeah. Like where it's, you know, he's sort of like, the worst. Putting, putting yeah. a thumb on you, like sort sure. of micromanaging. Giuliani felt like that because I, I grew up here, but at some point I was going to the same venues that I was going to, and literally the the 
the security guy at the door, because it was like a bar, a venue, you know, th- there was a band on stage. He would tap me on the shoulder and be like, don't stop. You got to stop dancing. And I was like, I was swaying. And he's like, we get shut down for anything. There was a no dancing rule in this one because they couldn't get their cabaret license. And that's yeah. what Giuliani was cracking. Literally, you couldn't sway to listen to the music because they they actually did get shut down. Yeah. Like every other week, their gates were down for some kind of violation. What were you wearing? <laughs> were you doing cabaret yeah. <laughs> at that time yeah. it was more like what was i not wearing so what if i had sequin pasties on and that's it yeah. well they were trying to get rid of all of the old new york sort of like art spaces low rent you know spots hookers crime yeah hookers crime <laughs> uh hostels well I, the the reason why i bring this up is because i i had a a family friend who's an, a very fancy art dealer now, but he said when he moved to New York, he was walking across the Williamsburg Bridge and there was just a car on fire. And he was mm. just like, yep. I remember the Williamsburg Bridge now is this beautiful bike City path, bikes, walk yeah. path. Like there's so much space. There's two places you can go to, one for bike, one for walking. I went across on my rollerblades. This is how... It was literally 20 years ago, at least. And I, and I, you know, you just kind of like, I, I rode down from Harlem. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go across the bridge. Cause I was dating someone in Williamsburg at Warriors. the time. And I didn't think like, what is this bridge going to be? It was already nighttime and I'm crossing it. And I'm like, holy, the whole time I was like, there are little, you know, around the corner of like little dark areas. There are people just doing weird Smoking shit. Smoking crack. And and then I, I got across and you just kind of like sigh a sigh of relief. And then I, I told the guy, I'm like, oh, and I, I bladed over the bridge. And he goes, and what happened? I go, luckily nothing. I did fall. I ripped my pantyhose. Yes, I was wearing a skirt. Mm-hmm. And so- um, You were wearing pantyhose. It wasn't yeah, the skirt that was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, you're the first person I know that crossed that bridge that didn't get mugged. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm glad I didn't know that. It's like playing before. a video game. <laughs> yeah, with your life. Am I gonna die on this bridge? It's so nice. The now. bridge of death. That's yeah, what it is to call yeah. Uh, if you see those Marvel uh, comic TV shows like Daredevil, they they all take place in Hell's Kitchen, and maybe it's confusing to people now because you see a Disney store and a Burger King. Yeah. Well, I think the writers. Oh, a came. Burger King. That's how you know it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> but a fancy Burger King, the oh. ones with the lights, the in cantinas. The front. Can you take it back to the hostel? <laughs> <laughs> but when I came in 96, yeah, you you had blatant people walking around. Crack, girls. Girls, yeah. crack. Don't yeah. crack. You know, if if you stared at somebody too long, it was you're, you're about to make a transaction. Yeah, you like know? you're affirming with your eyes, like, yes, I yeah. will buy something from you. Some yeah. girls, some crack. And I saw it slowly change from be right before, a week before this nice Burger King uh, it was a jerk-off booth, like one of those theaters. See, I miss that. See, yeah, Keith misses it too, don't you? Right. Well, it was simple. A you good live go show? In. Yeah. I, I never got, I didn't make it to the live show, but the jerk-off booths, yeah. No, I yeah, like yeah. the live show. Wait, was, tell us, like he had a little, <clears throat> excuse me, situation before you went to work. He had a, um, what do you call it? Um, a plan? Yeah. Yeah, sure, a, a schedule. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, when it was a me day, I would, uh, I'd go to Times Square and I'd, I'd see a regular movie, but before that, I'd go into the Dwayne Reed, pick up lotion and uh, wet wipes, and then into one of those uh, jerk-off booths, jerk-off, so, clean myself up. Well, you lived in the hostel. I get it. Right. So is the jerk-off booth just a- Videos. Like a photo booth where you can look at porn and jerk-off? Yes. 
That's so funny. No, you could, I, I went into one once with a few for, we were like four giggly, like, yes, everything, me, right. me, yeah. And we, you put in a certain amount of money, which is probably like either two quarters or four quarters, uh-huh. and you get to watch a movie for like a minute. A porn movie. A, a porn- pornographic yeah. film. No, it's a Disney film. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one that I went to. And then, um, and then it's over, you got to put more money, and you just kind of like watch as long as you need to. And then there's a guy who... There's a guy who mops up the cum. Yeah. Well, now, follow-up question. Mm. There were also jerk-off booths, from what I understand, that had women behind. The live, right, the so live that, ones. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to be one of those women. I think I did that only mm. once. And, you know, she they, they tried to scam you. The the An actual movie or, you know, one of those booths, they're honest. Yeah, right. You <laughs> know like, what you want to see. You want to see a tit? I need more money. Oh, you gave me too much money. Now I know how much money you're going to give me. You want to see pussy? I need a lot more. It's just... Forget it. I'll see a TV show. It's a whole racket. Yeah, it's a racket. So you go in there. There's a wo- there's a real woman just standing and being like, "Some guy's gonna jerk off to me now." Yeah, and and she's in like lingerie or whatever. It's like a webcam show, but yeah. it's live. Yeah, that's so funny yeah. to me. And I mean, these are literally just- like giving coins on a webcam show. <laughs> and this is like in Times Square. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So- Times Square was the yeah. scuzziest of places. Yes. So now speaking of sex workers, this is like your big New York story is you had an encounter with a sex worker, one of your encounters with a sex worker. Is this still an encounter when you were when Times Square was Times Square or is this later on? Are you thinking the crack lady? Yeah, yeah. She wasn't the a crack sex- lady. Well, I'll tell you why you're, you're saying so that. Proper. The lady of the crack nature. <laughs> she wasn't necessarily a sex worker, but I remember I was I had an apartment. I was fairly established in New York, I felt, you know, my own apartment and Ooh, uh, your own apartment. <laughs> and the job. And that was enough. Were when you, you say your own apartment, you had roommates. Right? I had roommates, okay. right. But you know, I wasn't sneaking into hostels or anything and and were you working as a waiter this whole time yes yeah probably i had a i had a you know secretary waiter jobs that you can get off the street jobs you can get off the street so you're just like jobs jobs no there was a time where no requirements yeah yeah you used to walk in and say are you guys looking Uh uh-huh and then they would hand you an application yeah Okay. And then you I would, did that too. It wasn't like you had to bring a resume. Uh-huh. You, they hand you an application because this is like a job that we can train you in. So you could do that even in an office. Like, yeah. I, and I could still get a cheap suit jacket. So I put that over the Harvard t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this is my weekend look. Right. And you're like, I could marry a princess. Look at me. <laughs> I my... got a job like that. I would walk into retail stores yeah. and say, are you hiring? And I got hired as a cashier. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I, go, you just walk around for a little while and you literally walk into every space that you think that you can, you know, figure something out in. Like the I can, economy was so much better than, holy shit. Yeah, but I was making $5 an hour. Yeah, I don't know if the economy was better. Yeah. It was just, this is pre like internet stuff. This is pre like, who would even have a computer to do these right. things? You know, I, we didn't even have a printer. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I would walk in to a restaurant, right? So I was working in a restaurant. I would quit fight mm-hmm. with my boss be like fuck you he'd be like you're never gonna work here again i'm like it's fine i'll literally keep my apron on and work next door <laughs> really yeah <laughs> god simpler times yeah and then you're like hey I'm, i still have my apron on is it do we right. can we just oh i just gotta change oh you want me to wear a white button down shirt yeah. that's fine i have one in my car from my last job that I quit. <laughs> yeah i will literally start right now and they're like okay cool uh you have table 46 47 48 it feels <laughs> feels like New Yorkers would just walk around with duffel bags full of like different shirts. Yeah. I mean, not like just two different. Two different shirts and like. Black pants and uh, the yeah. shoe, the safety step shoes from Payless. Okay. Because they're grease resistant, right? And, I mean, yeah. you remember that? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> I, I remember walking around with resumes 
and uh, it was a is a waiter job, and they said, "Oh, we're not hiring now, but we'll take your resume." And I said, "No exaggeration." I go, "Oh, oh no, thank you." And they go, "Well, we'll keep your resume." I go, "These yeah. are five cents each." No. Yeah, <laughs> no, I need just, a job. I can't. Yeah, wait. you make a copy. You print it out like you know someone has a printer, yeah. or maybe like someone's mom at work prints it out for you, yeah. and then you go to the drugstore and you make a copy for twenty five cents, and then you'd have like five yeah. copies of your resume in your you know fake briefcase, book bag, right. duffel bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were very, very precious, and yeah. you would bury that under the ground somewhere. <laughs> come back to it. It was yeah. in the bush on Forty Seventh Street. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So you, I, I broke up with a woman, or she dumped me rather. And why? <laughs> and I was, you had a suit jacket and a printed resume. <laughs> and I remember uh, drinking, being upset about it. <laughs> and on, and I'm just walking around the city, and I happened to be. Uh, I know this was, I believe, it was West Fourth, and I passed this uh, in woman Village. in a phone bo- in a phone booth. In a phone booth. Children, a phone booth is this public situation where you get to pick up a receiver mm-hmm. and then you hear punch, a dial tone too. You hear a dial tone. <laughs> you put a quarter in the thing and then you punch some buttons that you have to remember. Right. Like just off someone. the top of your head. <laughs> top of your head. Now this is not a jerk off booth. This is a no. different type uh, of booth. It depends. <laughs> it depends. It doubled. Depends on who you're calling. Potato, potato. Okay. I don't know what look, looked worse, that receiver or when I went into an actual jerk off booth. I mean, it, you you will notice like if you watch Doctor Who, it's like that, but with a phone inside. Right. Gotcha. Or if you watch Superman, it's like what he uses as his uh, walk-in closet. <laughs> right. And if you jerk off, it's like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so in this phone booth, regularly, because I, I I used to work there, was um was a crack whore, mm-hmm. and I say whore, but uh, actually, and I'll tell you why uh, that confused him. Crack though. lady. Mm-hmm. Crack. It was a crack lady because I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing crack. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so you were just, you were so upset because <laughs> yeah. you got broken up, unjustly broken up with. You had a hostel. And I don't know what was no, wrong marble bathrooms. Marble bathrooms. <laughs> and uh, every time, but I thought about it every time I passed this woman. Okay. And then one day I'm drunk and I'm like, I'm doing it. She and lives in the phone booth? She's always, well, she works there. That's her office. I didn't, I didn't live in a restaurant. Hello. <laughs> it's Keith. Hello. <laughs> you opened the door. So you were, you were thinking about it. I mean, you've never, you've been a, you've been a drunk forever. Right. But I, you're not really a drugs person. You've tried, you try is, drugs. I think he's a, a drug experimenter. I yeah. don't think, I don't think he's a drug addict. Or, Dabbler. Yeah. yeah. I think he's like, um, open to it. Like, what does that feel like? Sure. And he's He's good for it. Like he's if, fine. if it's convenient. Yeah. And booze was convenient. Yeah. And I wonder, I just wonder because crack is such a step. Crack is. Yeah. Well, like, he was ready to take it to the next yes, level. Yes, he was. Right. Well, that's what she, I can only, that's all she had. <laughs> <laughs> How do you ask for crack? Oh, you just got to look them in the eye and they go, Don, okay. give me your wallet. How'd you know it was crack? Like, how did you know? I don't know. You know. Did you smell the smell of the crack? It, it was it's a very specific She had smell. a look like the movies. Uh, she's Did you not older, sk- skinny, uh, hair coming off her chin? So she's my grandmother, right? Yeah. <laughs> skinny, lucky bitch. But, she but, was small, but the unhealthy skinny. Yeah. Oh. And and I go, I don't know what I said or gave a look, and you know, she did you knock? She ushered me in. <laughs> no, she sees me looking, and she's okay. like, "Welcome to my home." This is like a phone hospital. Hello, come right. in. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I, th- I don't know if I'm asking how does it work, you know, how much is what, 
And she goes, well, try it for free. See if you like it. Ooh, free samples. Uh, my yeah. favorite. It's like going to Costco. Sephora. And free makeover before you buy the product. <laughs> and so, you know, she. next thing you know, she's holding the pipe to my mouth. She lights it. Oh, my God. This is full service. <laughs> she's smoking it for me. Yeah. It immediately was the greatest thing ever. Of all time. My dick got so hard so fast. <laughs> like You were like, good thing you're also a hooker. Right. It blew up like a balloon. Like, and I'm really? Like, and, and my head just feels great. I'm like, this is the best ever. And she's like, would this gentleman like some more? And I'm like, want some more? Here's my wallet. <laughs> he I'm, literally gave her his wallet. I gave the wallet. You like, corn-fed how, sucker. How much do I give you? And she opened it up and like, oh, this is the right amount. Took it all. Wow. You have $3,000. Honestly, left me. It was a nice amount, but left me with like subway money. Mm. And Because she wants you to leave. Yeah. She, she wants me to leave and stay alive too. So I come back mm. another day. Yeah. Uh, and but So right there on the street. Right there on the you street. You smoke a little sample crack. Yes. Was it day or night? In a booth, Tracy. Sample crack and then she gives me crack for whatever money she took out of my wallet. Was it in Crack a, for the road. Was it in a rock Yes. Do you remember? Okay. Is it, do you have a pipe though, or does she give you a pipe? Like, a, does she give? Does no she pipe. supply you with the accoutrements? No. no. So she's like, I want to. Basically, she's like, which is any good drug dealer's con: mm. get him hooked, get him enough to get going, and but not back. kill him. He needs to be able to so get now, home to right. his. Do you have to go buy awesome. a crack pipe? So she gave me. She. I'll figure out the next day. To, that's what I'm thinking. So I have a little thing, rock of crack. She like. She almost like. It sounds like felt bad for me. She also gave me like a little weed, I guess, to take the oh, edge off. Right. I'm like, okay. I Sprinkle gave you it on top. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, like a parsley garnish. <laughs> but now I'm very horny. And I, 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 I don't know what I say, but it's apparent like, hey, let's, let's fuck and you'll do it. You saw, uh, you yeah, saw you're crack, a hooker. You have yeah. hair off your chin. <laughs> and she, she turned I me, went to Harvard t shirt. <laughs> and she turned me down. And she, got, she was like, no, I heard where you live. <laughs> No, thank she you. She was like, "No, I already have your money." Right? Yeah. She goes, "No, I'm uh, like, I figured, like, now we're just, I've seen movies. Now we're just animals. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, I'm in the fucking, I'm a, I'm a derpo. I'm disgusting. Let's fuck. Yeah. In the subway, we'll You're, do heroin needles in your yeah. pussy. Yeah. I don't know where this is gonna end. <laughs> fuck you, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Oh no, I don't, uh, I don't have sex with my clients." And I'm like. Oh, you're a client oh. now. <laughs> if you wouldn't have bought the crack first. I don't know. Yeah. You can't mix the two. You can't mix business. No, I understand right. that. Yeah. And pleasure. Yes. <laughs> so now you have crack. So now I have the crack. Also, shame on you for assuming she was a sex worker. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know, I I, I think just because you, you hear the phrase crack Just because she's a drug I, dealer. Yes. Right. Living in a phone It's booth. like, I have boundaries and limits. <laughs> she's a businesswoman. Right. I'm, she's like, not, not while I'm on the clock. If I don't have discipline, what yeah. do I have? Also, take me out for a dollar slice. Right. Don't get high in your own supply, number one. Yeah. Right. Don't fuck men in phone booths, yeah. number two. That's one of the crack commandments. Yes. Is, it, is it day or night? It's night. It's evening. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh, so romantic. this, yeah, this makes, I can see why you would think you could fuck at night because once the sun goes down in New York, if you can find like a corner to yeah. do something, no one cares. And I feel like that's true now that in, true. in a lot of ways. Like it's definitely a lot cleaner, but I know places I can go to do shady shit and everyone's going to be like, forget about. <laughs> right. still definitely you, you know a lot exists. of dark corners yeah I do I've been now here this, for 11 years this story doesn't end here yeah oh, I was I on figured this, I was on the subway <laughs> no he went home and prayed no of course he's got a rock hard dick and he's ready to fucking he's flush it all down the rock toilet hard dick. <laughs> well it's funny when you say about pranks so I'm on the subway <laughs> and I ha and my heart is beating so fast I'm like I'm gonna die 
Okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to the hospital. So, hello. <laughs> Let's Wait just a minute. Enjoy it. So your good feeling turned into a bad feeling that quick. Yeah, yeah, because okay. my heart's just going crazy, and I'm like, "Hello, I don't oh, feel good from crack." Yeah, so I went, "Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not going to call the police. I'm not going to go to a hospital. So I'm either going to die or not. Just focus on the good feeling. Okay. Oh, it does still feel good. That's again, this is the attitude of like, of like, what's going to happen is going to happen, yeah. which is very zen when you're high on crack and thinking you're going <laughs> to die on the subway. And then soon the feeling goes away. And I'm like, oh, I want more. And you're this, still on the train. Yeah, this is what they're talking about. And it was later in night because nobody was in my... Well, actually, yeah, there were like two people in my subway car, I think. And I walked to the other end where they were on the subway car. I put the crack on the seat. Why did you go where they were? No, where they weren't. Where oh, they okay. weren't, sorry. Yeah. And I took my credit card and I tried to chop this rock up and I was going to snort it. Ooh. And this is, and they could see you, obviously. Yeah, but they're like, don't think on the that, seat, Keith. Do you know how dirty that seat is mm-hmm. uh, for crack? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're like, quote unquote, turning into this animal that yeah. you knew is what would happen if you did drugs. Like this is always what the right. movie show. They were like, right. You're gonna be snorting it and yeah. fucking yeah, this and woman this is, with the chin hair. <laughs> they shouldn't make shit up. Like weed makes you jump off a building because the other stuff is true. Yeah. Now the thing is, is you know we heard like a lot of scumbaggy you know versions of what Keith is, but he's embarrassed more easily than all three of us here. So it's not like him to put knees on the ground right. to do weird shit in front of people like that. Like that's an at home situation. So right. you're on crack for an sure. In hostile right. situation. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to chop this up. It is not chopping. No. Crack's very hard. It's yeah. like, uh, I think it's, uh, you know how like uh, gems have a hardness level. Right. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think diamonds are 10, right? Yes. And I think crack is seven. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, Tracy, <laughs> fucking weirdo. Yeah, you could actually buy someone a rock of crack, get it set in a setting, and it will last forever. I figured out my girlfriend's That's how Christmas Keith gift. Proposed to this woman in the yeah. booth. He came back and he's like, I made it into a rock for you, sweetie. I realize it's too much for me to handle, but I love you. Let's run away together. So please don't smoke the ring. Yeah. So I know that I know on the subway I can't smoke the weed, I feel like. And not that I had something to smoke mm-hmm. it in anyway. Yeah. And the crack I can't break up. So by the time I get home. I'm completely sober, and I can't believe what a disgusting person I was. And I throw the crack out and the weed. Like what? I'm not going to do anything. Why do you anything. suck on the crack rock? I, I'm sure I tried. Like a yeah. lozenge. I, I know this feeling where like, and me and Hemda went to a show recently together where someone recognized me because I stole 10 grand worth of weed from them. LOLOLL. We'll get to that in another um, episode. You know. Is that when you felt like you were a New Yorker? You know, yeah, that was pretty good. I was on the streets selling it. Anyways, uh, don't listen, police. But I remember after doing that, I had this moment of like, oh, I got to turn it around. Like once you do something that extreme way out of your comfort zone, which happens in New York, you're like, I, I'm going to be Christian now. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm just, all I'm going to do is read books. Like there's this refractory period where you're so mortified at the animal that you've become that you double down into yeah. like this other area. Yeah, it wasn't praying per se, but it was throwing out everything. And I did have a weed pipe at home and I could have smoked. I'm like, no, I'm throwing out the pipe yes. too. Yes, but were you still drunk? Uh, the the crack took over everything. Okay. No, yeah. I don't crack think Crack so. really sobers you up. Yeah. <laughs> in a pinch. I don't recommend it, but in a pinch. <laughs> you do a juice cleanse, you do some crack. Yeah. You try so, to get have sex with a yeah. sex worker. I had a... a s- with a not sex worker. Yeah, and then you get I your had life a, together. I had a half a Coors Light one night, oh, and I was with this guy who likes hard drugs, and around four o'clock in the morning, I was going to drive home, and he's like, wait a minute, 
don't drive home. You're still drunk. I was uh-huh. like, I had a half a Coors Light at 7 p.m. Right. Yeah. It's 4 a.m. And he was like, here, have some of this. And I was like, oh, you want me to do Coke and then drive home? Well, and he yeah. goes, he goes, it's heroin. Oh I go, oh, you want me to drive home on heroin because you're afraid that I had a Coors Light. Well, it's a sleepy <laughs> time drug. Heroin yeah. calms you down. It's a downer. Yeah, he said that. that it sobers you up. Okay. My hands are at 10 and 2 and 3 and 4, 5, 6. So <laughs> <laughs> crack was so good. You knew it would take over your life and you threw it in the toilet. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like uh, for being an addict or maybe maybe it's simply more alcohol, but it it was so much I knew like uh, it doesn't even scare me because I wouldn't even mess with yeah. it. Yeah. Now that's one of my favorite stories of Keith's New York living. And there's another one that's like, it's not my favorite because this is like a, a violent thing, mm-hmm. I think, but you got held up at gunpoint. Yeah. So even this is by, totally different times. Yes. Even yeah. by the even by the, the crack point. I did feel like a New Yorker where I'm like, yes, I'm, I, I live here now. Nothing strange. You're, you're a crackhead. I will take some. You yeah. Know? So, and it, so sometime later, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm going to a woman's house. <laughs> Another one. Mm, and did she go to Harvard? <laughs> she went somewhere. They all go somewhere. <laughs> she got the fuck away from she's you. A, she's a doctor from Yale. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm going to, I'm going to her house. And isn't this after like a waiter shift? It, it's at night. Yeah, it was right. because it's at night, uh, late, and I can't. And I'm bad with direction. And I'm really, even though I'm a New Yorker, I'm looking up at all the building numbers like I'm some yeah, you got dumb country Square. face, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what's this? What's this? And the next thing I know, I hear somebody go, you know, give me your money. And I'm not even, I'm not really paying attention, so I just go to walk past them, like it's just, you know, it's another uh, homeless thing. And then he goes, hey, I said, give me your money. And I look, and there are two guys, two guns pointed at me. Wow. One on my head, one on my chest. And he goes, give me your money. And You're going to shoot me for $20? And yeah. it feels I happen to have money in my wallet. Well, because he just got off a ship. Uh, and get- cash. Yeah. yeah. Right. And cash is key. And baby. and by the way, um, as I understand it, because like Tracy was saying earlier, you know the black pants, you know the dark shoes, mm-hmm. you know the waiter button down right. shirt. Uh-huh. You know that these waiters are coming home with money sure. because a lot of them get paid in cash and yeah. it's the end of the night. So he probably also had a waiter look on. Well, it's just like shady economy, everything is. Yeah. You smell like fries and barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean my girlfriend at the time, she was in for a treat. But this guy knew. <laughs> Yeah, so you're looking around and you look like you just got yeah. off a shift. And I feel like, yeah, of course, you know, I deserved it. I'm looking around like a dope. I know mm-hmm. New York rules. Uh, so I, it feels like forever that I'm staring at this guy and I'm honestly debating what to do. Like, I'm not some sucker. I'm not a bitch. Hmm. But maybe, there are two guns pointed at me. Yeah. Okay, I'll double uppercut the guns. <laughs> and I'll double punch the people. No, that's not practical. And he's like, motherfucker, I'm serious. I'm I'm debating. And I go, oh, maybe, maybe the crack I'll... lady runs up from the side, like that's my guy. I got you. <laughs> she, she strangles you. him with her chin hair. <laughs> hits you with the crack rock that's so hard. I go, I go one second. I just need to smoke this. <laughs> Idiot! <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> my dick's so hard it becomes a gun. So, I shoot them with bing, my. Bing, bing, so I'm like, will these guys really fire a gun in the street? And I'm debating about it. And then they cock the guns. Oh, you know. Oh, they're not kidding. Yeah. And I go. Probably not. Loaded. And now I'm more mad at me myself. I'm like, could I've gotten? The, could I have fought you when they weren't cocked? Yeah. Right. I, I didn't know. You and cock your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Foreskin back. <laughs> so I'm really debating what to do. And they go, this motherfucker thinks we're playing. And then they point the guns at my legs 
And that's when I take it seriously. That's and I'm really like, scary because okay, you're not trying to kill someone, but you don't care if you shoot my leg. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't want to be in a wheelchair. You know, my head. Okay. Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, that's fine because that's over. Over. Yeah. <laughs> so I take out my wallet, and I remember the crack lady. I just handed my wallet. Right. This she one, figured it out. Now, yeah. it's, now it's a year or two later. I'm more, uh, you know, I'm more street smart. Or, like, here's 40 bucks. Is that yeah. cool? <laughs> or maybe there's more blood in your head this time. Right. Yeah. So I, I take out the cash that's in my wallet. How much was it? it? I know exactly how much it was. It happened to be a $100 bill. Ugh. I had $101 in my wallet. And that was rent at the time. <laughs> I just took it out, gave it. I mean, this isn't 1976. <laughs> right. and, uh, that was it was rent the roaring 20s. <laughs> and cut to later, I still have my wallet that I'll explain how. And there was a dollar bill in there. And I'm like, if I had my wits about me, I could have mm. handed the dollar or maybe no. who knows. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, why would I have a, why did I make it a hundred dollar bill you know yeah you should have buried it in the hostel you know what to do with money it goes in a bank or in a bag in a hostel i call these hostels my safe places yes it's safe escrows houses. right <laughs> keith's various escrows so so uh i i give the money and then one guy says uh, the guy in charge and he says uh give me the whole wallet and the other guy almost like a dumb cartoon is like yeah give me give him your wallet and i'm i'm like defeated at that point where i go no, that's my that's my license and stuff. You said that out loud. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like not even trying to be a, a tough guy. I'm like, that's my license and stuff. Like that's you know, DMV. you know, standing in line at the also, you don't want DMV. my license. Yeah, yeah. no. What like, are you gonna do? Hack into nothing? Come yeah. on. It was just understood that wasn't an option. The wallet's probably back in my pants at that point, and they're like, okay, fucking weirdo. And then they kept walking, and then and and I had my cell phone, and so uh. I called the police right away as I'm walking. And 911, and they go, okay, where are you? And I'm like, I, 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 now I'm paying attention to street signs. I'm coming this direction. Pa- All of a sudden, he knows direction. Yeah, yeah, just past this street, this street. I'm coming towards this street, zigzagging a little bit, but you can, you can tell my pattern. And she goes, well, you have to stay where you're at. Yeah, okay. like, yeah. I was just robbed keep with getting robbed. Ones. And yeah. she's yelling at me because I won't stay. I'm like, well, I can't stay. I'm not staying. Yeah. And and then wow, she goes, well, sorry. you have to stay. And I go, fuck you. And I hung up. And then I go, well, that can't be the end. So I go, 911. <laughs> What's your emergency key? Fuck you. <laughs> to a high oh, not this fu- guy again. <laughs> right. So, so the same person is telling me, stay somewhere and I'm like well I'm gonna keep walking for a while I'll stay at a gas station uh, it takes the cops I don't know over an hour at least oh, yeah and I then the like cops try to come and then the cops drive me around but there's no point yeah and you know that was the end of that they, they had me come in to do mug shots but but guess what in these mug shots every criminal is uh, smiling and I think it's a move because when they rob you they're not smiling. Yeah. So I couldn't tell what anybody looked like. Sure. I do remember calling nine one one and them saying, uh, "Was the uh, was the perpetrator black or Hispanic?" <laughs> oh, new like, you. trick question. Okay. And I go, "Whoa, that seems wrong." They're black. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was mixed. Right. And then you see these smiling faces. I'm like, oh, they really, they're looking all the same with the smiling faces. And, you know, nothing got done. Well, it's kind of like, it reminds me, Hemda, you had a story of a drugged out roommate who stole like all of your stuff. Yeah. And the cops, the cops came to investigate. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they said something like, we'll look into it. And you're like, but you don't even have the information. Yeah, they they were leaving. I was in a new place and I I figured out that she robbed me after. It's a long story and I'll tell it on another show, but um, I 
I gave them some information, mm-hmm. but I didn't give her address or any of her information. I just kind of told the story. Sure. And they're like, we got it. And they, you know, uh, like closed up their pads. We're on it, Johnson. Putting it in the system. Yeah. <laughs> and they start leaving and I go, I literally didn't tell you the address. We'll Where? call you. Where Where you my number? And they were like, man, I don't even think they said anything to me. They just kind of left. I'll throw up the bat signal, you dumb bitch. <laughs> This is New York. I don't give a fuck. We got Daredevil on. I will tell you this. I've never had anything investigated, like actually investigated. I was in a situation where I was walking, uh, you know, like just around my neighborhood with Uh a friend of mine. And, you know, we just had like our house keys with us. That's it. We were just like walking for exercise. And uh, this guy came up to us. It it was, you know, probably like nine o'clock at night. It was dark out. And he was like, give me $50 right now. And I'm like, dude, you think I have $50? Yeah. Like you think, what do I have a fifty? dollar bill in my leggings yeah well were you wearing a suit jacket <laughs> it's wearing a harvard yeah. and he was like give me fifty dollars and i was like yeah i mean i don't know what to tell you and he was like fuck you guys and like he screamed at us yeah. and you know it was like maybe a tiny bit scary yeah and i he walked away and my friend said to me Whew, that was a close one i thought he was gonna call us fat <laughs> body shaming yeah and i was like oh thank god you're right and we went to the pay phone yeah and called 911 because it's free yeah and they were like all right stay right there and we waited for two hours now it's 11 o'clock at night and we're like this is getting pretty like we should probably go home this uh, ma'am, first very... of all are you fat <laughs> they were like okay. what do you weigh what do you weigh uh and they finally came like two hours later and they were like yeah we uh, we could just drive around, but I was like, yeah, he's probably in like North Carolina by now. Yeah. With, with not fifty dollars. Yeah. Well, I got chased. I got chased by a guy. Um, I got off the train really late at night. Um, because I was like, it was during finals week. I was all zonked out. I got out at the wrong stop, and we I was like, get it. You went to school. You know, I went to college. Um, <laughs> oh, I, have, Keith, my, yeah. I have the sleeveless T-shirt to prove it. I like what I'm hearing. Oh I my god, to- what are you trying to seduce him? The United Hostel Academy of Staten Island, and. Uh, um, and I got out of the train and I was all whacked out and I was like, I'm just going to walk home. And a guy looked at me and I had this rube look on my face. It really is a thing. You have this look like you're confused or you're tired or you don't have your wits about you and you're fucking done. He looked at me, he smiles and I'm like, that's not a good smile. No, that's a bad <laughs> smile. That's a rape smile. You know, oh, like you yeah. fucking dumbass. There's no one around here. <laughs> you're mine, bitch. That's so scary. Um, he rubs his hands together. Yeah, oh. Honestly, basically. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm just going to start walking very fast because that's how I show that right. I uh, mean it. <laughs> and so I'm walking fast and then he starts walking fast uh, and I'm like, oh, fuck. That's when you yell out, oh, this is getting me so hard. Yeah, I'm so horny. <laughs> Um, My boner is very big right now. (laughs) My big old dick. Um, And then I started running and he started running. And I'm like, oh, this is officially Mm -hmm. happening. I am almost getting raped. And so I start like running between. How cocky of you to assume it's a rape and not a robbery. I mean, listen, I'm pretty hot. I'm going to be honest. I got a great ass. That's what it takes. Um, And now he knows you can run. Yeah. He knows you're in shape. It's yeah. great. Love it. And so I start running. I start dodging to different blocks. Like, I'm don't run in a straight line. Turn left. The crack lady's behind me. <laughs> Everyone's. And I see cop cars and I just slam my hands Smart. on the front of the cop car. And I'm like, there is a man running after me. And they're like, 
well, where is he? And I'm like, you are driving me home. <laughs> and they're like, well, okay. Like they were so annoyed. Andrea, this isn't an Uber service. Yes. What if everybody did that? Also, yeah. you're going to get arrested for assaulting a cop car. Yes. Right. Please put your hands behind your back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They really, I had to be like, no, you're doing this. The to be so pushy to get anyone to give a fuck for you. Right. And, uh, and they drove me home. Well, I remember saying to my cops, I was feeling like such a bitch. And I, I'm like, when the cops finally did came and I'm like, uh, so I just gave him my money. Did I do the right thing? Like, obviously, Aww. they're going to say yes, but I want to hear it. Of course. Like, no, you should have fought him. They're like, sir. wait, you had a hundred and a dollar bill and <laughs> yeah. you gave him the hundred? Were they mistake. nice about it? Yeah, they were nice about it. Okay. And they were shitting on the 911 workers. That's but, good. That's good. Uh, I remember when they had the guns pointed at me, another guy was walking and I, I can like I could just feel that he's walking towards these guys with guns, and I'm I, I'm trying to look at him, but he's not looking at me. And I'm you know again, it feels like forever. It's a split second, but I'm yeah. like, we make eye contact, we'll figure out a plan together. This is it. They they point the gun at one guy points the gun at him and says, "Give me your money." He goes, "I don't speak English," and keeps walking. I'm like, "Yeah, I could have not yeah. speak English." Welcome yeah. to New York. Yeah, <laughs> truly. There's when someone like crosses the street, and, then he, and that guy did obviously didn't call nine one one for me. He's like, no. oh, "You guys deal with this." He's shit. like, "No, thank you. Not my business. I have resumes to hand out, <laughs> so it's your fucking problem." It very much is like it's your fucking problem. If you can't get out of it, you're that's that's your business, and, and that's, that's the New York. York. It, is. it is. I love these stories. I'm so sorry, Keith, that I love your story. <laughs> I'm alive, so these, it's fine. Right? I'm, you I'm, did okay. Crack free for about 20 years. Congratulations <laughs> on your sobriety. Mm-hmm. That was a real quick <laughs> up and down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should listen to Keith's podcast because it's my podcast too. Yeah. It's called Keith and the Girl. We've been doing it since 2005. We're both in the podcasting hall of fame. I th- I don't know why. Why you would want to listen to us just because we're in the podcasting hall of fame? I feel like it's just like I think it's a good. We've yeah. been doing this long enough, like to give us a listen. Yes. So go to keithandthegirl.com or find Keith and the Girl anywhere podcasts are, and we are at Keith and the Girl on social media. That's how you find Keith Malley and let him know how you did, how Thank he you. did. Mm-hmm. And Tracy, where can people find you? You can go to tracycarnazzo.com and find my upcoming tour dates, or you could follow me on social media at Trixie Tuzini, T R I X I E T U Z Z I N I on Instagram and Twitter, and you could listen to my two podcasts, Ninety Day Fiance Trash Talk and Teen Mom Trash Talk, because I'm. I'm a classy broad. You are the trashiest bitch I know. What about you, Andrea? And I love you. It. Yeah. <laughs> Followed by, follow me at Andrea Comedy 69 Ugh. on Instagram because I'm an adult and a business owner. Um, and you can listen to my podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. And I'm the same as Keith. Listen to Keith and the Girl. Thank you for listening to this show. Don't forget to spread the word and, you know, rate and review and share. Give us galore. a five star rating and an amazing review telling us what you love about us and the podcast. Crack, hostels, sleeveless shirts. <laughs> Come on, forget about it.